Birthday day, Kel. Birthday day right now. Not sure the time I was born. I say I think it's about 11 in the morning, but then I think that's when my daughter was born and I'm not right. sure if I'm just projecting that onto her somehow. I'm sure people out there would believe it means something depending on what time of the day you were born, but I don't think so. I think you just you zero in on the day, you landed on a specific day and this day happens to be yours, Liz. It does indeed and, you know, you, I think you have these birthdays, especially when you're getting a little bit older and you start thinking about who you were, who you've been, where you're going, what you're doing. You know, you were, you were joking around with me yesterday on radio about not saying my age and I said, and I think for years on radio, remember we used to joke about that, like when I was in my 30s, I was like, don't tell anybody. Like it was something to be ashamed of ageing, which is so ridiculous because we all do it and there's no shame in it. But I used to try and hide my age and be like, oh, don't tell anybody I'm in my 30s. And then I remember, you know, turning 40 last year was a rough year, but, you know, we got through it. And then I think this year, turning 41, I don't have any of those hang-ups anymore about caring about my age, what do people think about me and my age. People don't think about anything. We always think people are thinking about us. They're not. <laughs> people are consumed with their own lives and their own issues. They don't give a rip about what age you are. And I think when you enter your 40s, you suddenly just have a whole new lease on life and a whole new outlook on life, which is I thought we could talk about this morning, Kel, because I'm not sure if you experienced it. I mean, although I kind of feel like you've always been like this, like in your 40s, you don't really care what anyone thinks. You just care about yourself. <laughs> but I feel like you've always been like that from like when you were born. I think in my 40s, I've begun to care about one particular group more than I ever have, and that would be my family, my kids specifically. I think as you get older, you think more about how what you have left of your life is going to affect the kids that you have and what mm. you can do to set them up for life, not so much setting yourself up for life. Because I don't know about you, I don't think this pertains to you, Lucy, but at 43, statistically, my life is already half over and I'm kind of <gasps> on the down... <laughs> <laughs> this is not meant to be a well, depressing you do the segment. Math. You do the math, Liz, and 43, I mean, 86. If I get to 86, I think I'm ahead of the statistical curve as far as men are concerned. So, you know, I'm going to make the most of it and probably focus more on the kids than ever before. But you're right. At 26, the last thing you want to do is be 43. But mm. for you, I think, Luce, you're absolutely right. You're in a space now where you're a bit more wise and you're a bit more open to the, the meaning of life. I feel like the 40s just bring a whole new view on life. And I was thinking about, you know, what have I learned that that I'm really taking into my my 40s? And there's a quote here. In fact, I've got two little quotes. One's from, actually, they're both from Glennon Doyle, who's a writer that I really enjoy. She said, this is the most revolutionary thing that a woman can do. The next precise thing, one thing at a time without asking permission or offering explanation. So I've stopped asking people for directions to places they have never been inside, which I thought was absolutely beautiful. Like getting to that age where you stop trying to shrink yourself, make yourself small to fit in in a crowd of people or not try and be too this or too that because you don't want to ever rock the boat. You just try and morph and to fit into these holes that sometimes you don't fit into. And I love that she said being revolutionary is just doing the next thing and turning up unapologetically, not asking for permission, not saying sorry, but just being who you are. And I think that sums up the 40s for me completely, like unapologetically trying to be myself. And I think the other part of it is another quote, which she said, which is beautiful, which I think happens again when you've lived a few decades 
She said, you can be shattered and then you can put yourself back together piece by piece. But what can happen over time is this. You wake up one day and realise that you've put yourself back together completely differently, that you were whole, finally, and strong, but now you're a different shape and a different size. This sort of change, the change that occurs when you sit inside your own pain is revolutionary. And then when you let yourself, your old self die, there are suddenly one day new life. You were different and you were new. I think that is just beautiful as well. I think there's something really powerful about owning your age, owning your story over the decades you've walked it and then one day just turning up and going, this is who I am right now. I love the fact that I've kept growing and changing. Like I would hate to be the Lucy that people heard on radio 12 years ago. Andrew, what did you learn as you got a little bit older? Definitely learned I was starting to feel more comfortable in myself. I always felt awkward as a teenager, early 20s, things like that. By the time I hit 40. I'd been married for nearly nine years. My wife and I are absolute best friends. I don't want to do anything without her. I don't go out with the guys or anything like that. I'd rather go out with her. We'd had our kids and life was starting to get really good at 40. It really, really was. And I'm nearly at the end of my 40s now. Yeah, very, very good time. And I think the phrase comfortable in your own skin actually means something when you're in the 40s. I think when you're younger, you're like, I don't even really understand what they're saying because my skin is great. (laughs) I'm so young and fresh. I've just got so much energy that when you get to 40, yeah, being comfortable with who you are is kind of like the goal for your 40s, I think. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, it's been very good. We are glad to hear that, Andrew. It's so true. There's got to be some perks with, with ageing, right, and getting a bit wrinklier and saggier. One of those things is actually falling in love with yourself a little bit more. Janelle in Croydon, what did you learn in your 40s? I went through a pretty big life stage just before my 40s, having a marriage breakdown, and mm-hmm. Starting to have a lot of doubts about myself and, you know, thinking, oh my goodness, going to be in my 40s, getting really depressed about that and, you know, learning about myself. I think probably the most comfortable I've ever been in myself. Growing up, I was quite an awkward sort of child, I guess you'd say. And so now I'm just so much more comfortable and confident in myself. And it's also, I've learned to not say no to things, but I used to say no because it was new and I haven't tried it and I'm very traditional and all that. Whereas now I'm starting to go, no, I'm going to try that, you know, even food or an activity or something. So it's just really learning actually who I am as well. Bravery. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Janelle. Let's see, this is it. We learn so much good stuff as we get older. There's a saying that says, when a woman finally learns that pleasing the world is impossible, she becomes free to learn how to please herself. And that's what you've done, Janelle. You've gone, you know, what this is about me growing i love it